0: This episode of the Self Love Club podcast is brought to you by Amplify Kombucha. Taste Amplified. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Selma Plum is a proud Aboriginal woman who, after recording music in her friend's cupboard, was featured in Australian radio station Triple J's Indigenous Music Awards competition. Since then, she's recorded an EP and an album which reached number two on the charts and features, get this, Paul McCartney. Wait till you hear that story. We're so lucky to have Thelma share her story, struggles and self-love tips on the Self Love Club podcast. Selma. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Hello. Thank you for having me. And welcome to New Zealand as well. Have you been before? Thank you. Oh, look, I have, but only
1: for like, I was here for like two days. Yeah. Um, And so I didn't see much of the city, but
0: today I have. So you're here opening for Troy Sivan. That is such an amazing (laughs) spot. Well done. Thank you very much. I'm very excited. How did that all come about? Had you sort of got to meet with him or just sort of he asked you to be on? No, I've never met him. So...
1: um, Um, you know yeah they just asked and I was like absolutely (laughs) I will do whatever you need (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah so um we've I've not met him I think I'll probably be like a bit of a like a giddy loser when I meet him I'll just be so (laughs) such a fangirl
0: so tell us about yourself where you're from and what you're all about um so
1: um I'm an aboriginal woman from um Australia um my People are called Gamilaroi people. Um, and I am a musician um, and I live in Brisbane. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so when did you first get into music? When did, were you sort of always that way?
1: Uh, yeah. Since I, you know, can remember, I've always been, yeah, always have been singing and writing music. But, you know, I guess professionally, um, when I finished high school, which would have been 2011, I just, um, I put a song on, um, on the internet and then, you know, my kind of little journey that I'm on now all started um there
0: did you just do that all yourself like put it online and just doing it all, all everything yourself or yeah. did you have or were you working with anyone
1: else well I had my friend um he recorded me in like his parents like cupboard because <laughs> that was like the quietest place yeah. in his house um so he just you know he was just a maiden um we played in a band together and you know he recorded it for me and um I just you know paid someone to mix and master it and then um put it online
0: Yeah. yeah and so were you working in other jobs what else were you doing at that
1: point yeah so I just finished high school um I'd been out of high school maybe like a month um and I you know I knew I didn't I knew I didn't want to do anything else but music so I you know when I was in high school as well I was like always playing gigs and um as much as I could so when I finished I just like you know we'd would play a lot and um yeah so I I, can't, I just I knew I you know I'm not really good at
0: anything else either I'm just 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 the one singing thing I bet you are but I know what you mean I think it's epic that you just went with what felt right to you and, and gave yeah. it a really good go and just because that's that can take a lot of trust and you know there can have be doubt within people like oh can I actually do this but yeah. you've just got to give things a go right for sure just go for it yeah, yeah. And so how did things progress from there Where you were recording in your friend's cupboard You know, releasing music on the internet for yourself How did things progress from then to now? What sort of things were you doing And how did that all happen When now you're opening for Troye and mm. You've got your own music Like people yeah. love streaming your music How did that all happen? Um, so we have this in Australia i
1: like Triple J unearthed And so I was unearthed to play um, At the National Indigenous Music Awards so, um, And that was... Um, I was I was seven I'd just turned 17 so um yeah and I went there and you know um I guess after that I was signed to a label and um you know got some some management and um you know just I recorded my first EP and um yeah but I've I've just only now released my first album and you know that's like seven years later or whatever and um so, um yeah, it's taken a little while, but um it's it needed to take you know the time that it did, and yeah, I'm happy with how it is now.
0: What was that like when all that that you've just described, uh, described happened like what was that like for you when you know you were you got to play as part of the of that and then you got you know signed and I had other people, what was that like for you? was it just like, whoa, my dreams are all coming true, How did that feel for you?
1: um it was yeah, it felt pretty um. It felt pretty surreal. I think it's so hard, though, when stuff like that's happening, especially because I was such a little baby. It's hard to be present, Mm -hmm. you know, when that was happening. I was kind of just very, like, I don't know, just was a bit... Bit hard to comprehend, kind of what was happening, and but you know, it's like looking back on that now, like I it was so nice and I had so much fun, and um, you know, yeah, yeah. it's pretty nice,
0: epic. And so, the journey of between then and then, it, you say, like seven years yeah. before you released your album, which went number two as well, like it's yeah. done so well, so well done, thank you. And so, what were you just working away on that over those years, and yeah so I had like a little bit of a break um for a couple of years for like
1: maybe um like three years I kind of just took a little um little break just to work on myself and I wasn't in the best I don't know I guess the best place at that time and um I had tried to make a record and um and I did I finished it and um during that time but it just wasn't I just felt like I was doing it because I felt like I had to it Mm. wasn't um you know and I make music because I love making music and I you know I want that to always be the case but um so yeah so I ended up scrapping that whole record and then just focusing on myself for a solid like year just made sure that my mental health was great and the people that were around me were great and um and then I then you know was in this place where I was able to write the record that is out now and you know I probably wouldn't have been able to do that before
0: yeah yeah, it wasn't and good on you for taking that time as well I think a lot of the time it can be really hard and you know you say that you took a good year to really look after yourself which is so important Mm -hmm. What sort of, you know, what what was going on for you? Were you in, a like, a really bad place or what was happening?
1: Yeah, just oh, just a really bad place and just, you know, lots of things. I guess I've always had, you know, I've always – mental health has always been something that's in my life that I have mm. to deal with and that's, you know, I'm totally open and okay with that. And um, But, you know, I guess I just – some stuff had happened and, um, you know, back home and I just – oh, I don't know. I was just – I felt, you know – I felt really l- quite lonely. Some, I guess, I'd had a fight with like a big, <laughs> a big famous Aussie boy band, and um, and you know I felt really alone in my industry. I don't want to mention them, but um, no, but I felt um, but I felt really alone for a long time, and it was really um, isolating and. Um, you know it just uh you know I I didn't want to do music for that time Mm. I was so I just felt so hurt and so upset and um you know but then I guess I took that time out and I made sure that you know I kind of cut all the toxic people out of my life and I just made sure that now that you know now the people that surround me are just like good people and people that you know should have the same values Mm. as me and you know we care about the same things and um, you know And kind of you know Just made sure that I was okay and- Yeah good
0: Yeah And so what sort of things were you doing We talk a lot about self love and self care yeah. How did What were you doing to look after yourself And get yourself from that spot Into where you were feeling a lot better And, and you know Where things have been a lot better for you um,
1: I guess Um um you know I did things like go to therapy and you know which I think I'm a huge advocate mm. for and um y- you know just like focused a lot on myself I do like a lot of mindfulness which um really helps me with my anxiety um so you know before shows now that's something I do like I have uh, you know like 40 minutes where I'll be like everybody out <laughs> um where I just kind of sit on my own and um and practice like breathing and you know that kind of helps me center myself and be present um which is something I did you know I wasn't very good at I think when I was younger just Mm. because everything's so exciting and new yeah um but now that's something that's very important you know but mainly just I think having good people around you I think like you know when that happened when I just got rid of these people that really were very toxic people like it just um my life became a lot a lot easier
0: Yeah. Were you working at the same time doing other things or...?
1: Yeah, um, you know, I was still writing a lot of music and, um, you know, playing gigs and stuff like that. But I guess I just... Um, you know, wasn't going at it as hard. Mm. <laughs> but
0: yeah, I still had to eat, so yeah. <laughs> I still had to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And I think sometimes, as much as you need a break, sometimes it's very important to take that time and do the things you've got to do, but sometimes too much time and not working, yeah. and you know, it can kind of be a bad thing as for well. Sure. you got too much time, I know for myself as yeah. well, you have too much time on your hands and too yeah. much time to think about things. For sure, for sure. Which is important to think about these things, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I do. And you talk about, you know, you are... You were part of the Indigenous feature that um, that Triple J did, and everything. Is that something really important to you, especially in Australia, um, spreading those messages and and having that as part of your identity? Yeah, well, you know that I am an Aboriginal
1: woman, and um, so you know that is just you know that's who I am. So you know it's important that. Um, you know I guess I'm you know I'm very proud of um, who I am and where I come from Um, so it's something that I like to share I I enjoy sharing myself and my culture with people and Mm. um, you know it's something on this record that I sing a lot about um, and you know write about being an Aboriginal woman in Australia and what that looks like for me and specifically what that looked like for me growing up Um,
0: and what was it like for you growing up
1: yeah really hard really tricky it's um there's like you know. Um, I don't know I just I have this song on the record called Homecoming Queen and kind of talk about um you know what it was like just not really having any representation of other uh, you know of or anyone that looked like me on the tv or you know in magazines or I would never see anyone that you know I would only ever see aboriginal people in mainstream media portrayed in in one way and it Mm. was usually negative and um and that can really do things to you as a child you really you know I would say you know I would think I was ugly and I wasn't beautiful enough and um you know and it really does that when you have no one to you know in mainstream media that you can you know kind of be like oh well we're the same or something Mm. you know that's why representation matters so much but um you know that's then something I you know I love myself now (laughs) but you know it took me a long time and I kind of had to I'm lucky because my family is so wonderful but you know I did have to kind of teach myself you know that I was beautiful and that I mattered as much as these other people. Mm. um, But it's tricky.
0: It's hard to do Yeah, I can imagine. I think you're so right. I think a lot of people – I heard some stats a while ago. A lot of people – I think it was like 70% of people don't see themselves represented in the media or in advertising, Mm. and that's really – Not good. No, it's not good. Uh, It's not good for people to have this warped idea of what life is meant to be like. For sure. It's strange that we're
1: still doing that. For sure. I feel like it's gotten a lot better, Mm. thankfully. But, um, yeah, it's it's funny, you know, because it's like we're all so different and we're all, you know, and that's what is so beautiful about Mm. us all. So, um, you know, why not have, you know what actually represents real life why not have that in mainstream media but I think you know now it is happening happening and it's really it matters so much because then you know the little girls that you know maybe didn't have someone to look up to you know 10-15 years ago now have you know multiple people to look Mm. up to so and it's
0: really important that you are doing that as well because you're showing women and men as well in Australia and around the world that I think it's important because you know even though you didn't have that well now you're able to give that to us other people, you know, and you can help people in that way, which I think is really important. In case you didn't know by now, I'm pretty big on all things self-love, and that includes taking care of my health. The gut is basically our second brain, so we need to take good care of it. Amplify Kombucha have developed delicious kombucha with great flavors. It's also really good for you, containing good bacteria, and it's low in sugar. I always reach for my Amplify ginger and lemon. It's so yummy. It's a good pick-me-up with just the right amount of fizz. Try Amplify kombucha today. You won't regret it. I know that you went through that rough period and, you know, you're looking after yourself really well and you talk about how you also had to learn to love yourself, yeah. which I feel like a lot of us have had to do. Yeah. Um, how did you do that? I mean, it's not like you can say, no. I did this one thing and I imagine no, 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 love myself, but like, what, sort one of, day. <laughs> what sort of things did you do and work on over time? Was it an overtime thing where you're like, I love myself, I'm Aboriginal and I love that about yeah. me. Like, what were you doing to do that? And when did you get to a place that you realised that, I'm actually really happy with who I am. Yeah. You know,
1: probably when I left school, I reckon would have been that was, I think school was always quite, I felt that was quite hard for me. I went to a predominantly, you know, white school and I didn't, there weren't many other people that were like me in that school. And that was a little bit, you know, that was a bit hard and, you know, kids can be quite I guess, you know, outwardly Mm. racist and things like that. And I guess they don't hide it as much as, (laughs) as, you know, the older people. But um, it's rough
0: at school, isn't it? It is really rough. get teased or bullied for? Like, it's it's really hard. Yeah, Yeah. they're just so
1: mean. Yeah. Stop it. Um, But, you know, yeah, I don't know. When I finished school, I think it became a lot easier. But, again, it's not something that's like, you know, I didn't just wake up and was like, I love myself. Like, Mm. it took a really long time and it's something that, um, you know, a lot of the time still I'll have days where I wake up and I'm like I hate myself today and you know but you know I guess I just recognize that that's not you know it's just like a fleeting you know thought and that it'll pass and mm. um you know I think again the thing of making sure that I have really like great people around me um you know that was another you know way that I think that I you know I and by good people I mean you know I guess people that, you know, don't bring you down and people that don't make you feel bad, you you know, or don't make you feel bad for taking up so much space. That was Mm. a big thing for me.
0: Yeah. Um, It's really important to have good people around you and, like, good energy and everything and people that have your best interests at heart. For sure. Uh, especially when you're going through rough patches. Yeah. You collaborated with Paul McCartney, so uh-huh. Paul McCartney too. Yeah. How did that all happen? That's amazing. Uh-huh. Thank you well very done. much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yes,
1: that was crazy. Um, I was recording um, in New York City um, with my producer, David Kahn, who's an amazing man, and him and Paul McCartney are, are good friends, and I uh, – are. Um, he was in the studio, and um, I just finished my vocals for the day, and I left. and um, uh, Paul came in to pick something up from the studio, or just dropped in, which is weird as well. I'm like, what the hell? That's so wild. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. just dropping on by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, he heard them tracking the song, and he was like, oh. Who is this? And, you know, David, my producer, was like, this is Thelma. She's, you know, this person from Australia and she wrote this song with Paul Kelly and um, he was like, oh, cool, I can hear this guitar part. Do you mind if I lay it down? Um, And David was like, I don't think Thelma will mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She definitely will not mind at all. And he didn't mind at all. So, you know, yeah, um, that kind of happened. And now, you know, he has a writing credit on the song and it's just it's pretty special. Yeah, that's so
0: special. That's why. So you didn't actually get to meet him? Not that day, I
1: didn't, no. no. So, um, I, no, unfortunately, I. which also though I'm like, I think
0: it's... it's special that I he think, left his mic yeah, on your song. Yeah, you know? and I think like, maybe
1: if I was there, maybe he wouldn't have felt like he, you know, who knows. So yeah. I just think it all happened the way it was supposed to. But, you know, when um, he came out to Australia, they invited me to his show and I, you know, got to go meet him and thank him before um, he played and... It was pretty magical. I brought yeah. my dad. Aww, yeah. special
0: cool. moment. <laughs> it
1: was what was that re- like? It was, it was wild. You know, I was just like, I remember just being like, "Oh, thank you so much." And he's like, "No worries, it's a good song." And I was like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> what? <laughs> this <laughs> is crazy." <laughs> but you know, it's just like it's just so. I don't know. It's a it's a really special and it's something that um, I will remember. You know, from just my whole life and yeah. it's just like it's really I don't I, I have trouble
0: putting it into work of course <laughs> like that's just an incredible moment for you in your yeah. career and isn't it great I always find it's interesting you know like these things can happen through connections with other people and then it just happens and yeah. you're like wow that you know you could never plan these things no never could yeah no yeah I'd never no when you're writing what is a lot of your inspiration for what you're writing and your in your songs yeah yeah
1: um I guess you know a lot of it I sing about being an Aboriginal woman that's uh the theme in like a lot of my songs um and you know like I said earlier but you know about like growing up and um you know I have a lot of heartbreak songs and um you know sad songs I have a song on my album called do you ever get so sad (laughs) yeah um and I do and that's okay (laughs) um but you know um just I'm uh, very in my feelings at all times so (laughs) um so you know just a lot about that like I like to be very honest maybe a little bit too honest when I write music
0: yeah I think that's good though because then I think the good thing with music is people can connect with that because people feel that way as well so when yeah. they hear it they don't feel so alone and you're putting the way they feel into words so it's really important I think oh, wow. and sometimes when you're writing about these things and these feelings is it almost like hard writing it because you have to relive things again a bit Oh for sure <laughs> there's like you know that that, that song they do ever get so
1: sad I remember. Um I, you know, I wrote that, I I was so, I just had broken up with someone that I just was so in love with, and I, you know, when you go through, like, a heartbreak, you just mm, think, you genuinely, at that time, I'm not kidding, it's just the worst, and it just feels like you're never going to get better, and you're never going to get over this, which is so funny, because every time I think that, and then every time, you know, a year later, I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I was, you know, like, I,
0: know. I got over it, I was fine. Isn't it like the best feeling when you've, all of a sudden, like, it's not, like takes time, oh, but then all of a sudden you're like, it's wild. I don't hurt so much anymore. I don't, I'm good, and you're like, oh, thank goodness, yeah. that was so hard. It's yeah. a very special feeling. Yeah, it's I crazy. Love that feeling. It's me
1: too. And I know it's you know something that I genuinely like. Remember waking up and just being like, oh, like someone mentioned him, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. What well, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that you know. But um, you know, when I, I remember playing that live, sometimes I still do. Like I get a little bit teary when I play that. Um, but maybe mainly just because I think about how s- sad I was at the time and then that makes me sad, it's, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like, I don't know, but it's a little bit like therapeutic and I also, I'm a big believer in, you know, when I play songs and live and when I'm, you know, I if I cry, I cry, if I, you know, don't, I don't. It's just like I want that experience to be very genuine mm. and very real for myself and for everybody
0: else. Yeah. No, definitely. I think it's important because, yeah, I mean, it's a hard one, isn't it? I mean, emotions, you're writing about them and Mm. and putting them into your songs. And then for you not to have emotions when you're playing them, that would be, you know. Also, not that I just like sit there, like I'm just imagining me sitting there on stage,
1: just being like, oh, and just like the whole gig, just not singing, just crying. And everyone
0: comes to watch me cry. (laughs) Is that one of your favorite parts, performing live to people or do you get? Is that quite nerve-wracking for you? I know a lot of artists yeah. find it quite like, <gasps> when they
1: perform. Yeah, I look, I love it. I love performing live. I do get, you know, I get very nervous. I have, I get, you know, quite um I guess bad anxiety sometimes but um you know that's why I then have those exercises like the mindfulness and you know like the time the quiet time before I go on stage um you know to be present I find when I'm um you know much more present I you know my nerves are Mm. a lot less it's usually when I'm in my head and you know you have those voices being like you can't you're not playing very well or you know Mm. you're not you know it's just like and then when I you know bring myself back I'm like no this is good and you know. Yeah. you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. What are some things that you would like to be doing soon or just keeping on doing what you're doing? Is there anything you really dream of doing or places you really want to go? Well, I would love to come
1: back to Auckland and play just all all of New Zealand but I'd love to play you know my own shows that's something that um would be really special to do and um you know I've played my own shows in Australia you know many times um but I haven't really played overseas that much so I I would love to do that Yeah. It'll totally happen. I hope so. Just a matter of time, hey? Well,
0: hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) What would be some advice you would give to your younger self? You know, all those times where you didn't feel good about yourself and and knowing what you know now, what would you tell her? Um, I would say to, you know,
1: not be so stressed all the time (laughs) (laughs) um, about every single thing. Um, But I would also say, you know... um, you know, it's okay to be, to take up space and, you know, you can be unapologetic and um, it's okay to, you know, believe in the things that you believe in and that's what I would say mm.
0: Yes. And what about advice to other women Who maybe have want to have a career Like you have in music Or just doing anything mm-hmm. Going through tough times Or wanting to do epic things with their lives What would you tell them? What would you, your advice yeah. be? Oh, it would be just, you know Just do you
1: But like, you know Seriously, just do it We only have this small little time the, You know, amount of time That we're on this, you know Planet for It's like, why why not, you know Try to do something that you love And that makes you happy
0: what about people who are trying to overcome hard times or things you tell yourself when you're, you know, anxious and, and, yeah. and emotional? What What's something you tell yourself then that you would, would like to be able to share with others?
1: Mm, well, I guess, you know, I, something that I will often tell myself when I'm really sad is, you know, I will think about... I guess, like I said before, but other times that I was sad and that, you know, it passes Mm -hmm. and this will pass. And, um, you know, and if it doesn't, then it's okay to seek help and it's okay to go talk to someone that, um, you know can help you kind of work those things out there's nothing wrong with asking for help because sometimes it's really hard to do on your own you know Mm,
0: yeah and I think sometimes the hardest thing can just be being be saying like I'm not actually okay at the moment I'm battling with this it's a weird thing isn't it super weird
1: yeah the more that we talk about it like this you know I feel like the easier it becomes and like the you know the stigma and that isn't I guess hopefully won't be so um
0: you know crazy of course yeah hey thank you so much for everything you're doing and all your time today I really appreciate it And love your love what you're doing so keep it up and everyone needs to go listen to your music please thank you thank you you. see you thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on Eps you may have missed one thing that really helps is leaving reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories. It means I can keep doing this uh, and also we can spread the self love message to others who may really need it. To keep up with the Self Love Club, find me at Bell Crawford and at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Plus, check out my website, bellcrawford.com, for the Self Love Club resources and blog posts. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Baldwin. We've got heaps of boss babes coming